Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, everybody. This is Roberta jumping in before the episode starts. I just wanted to remind you, if you're um, a regular listener, this is the second part of a two-part episode. So if you're new here, um, before listening to this, it'd probably be a good idea to go back to last week's episode, um, episode 26, um, to get the first part of the conversation. Ashley and I had so much to say uh, that we decided to split a very long episode into two shorter ones. So this one, of course, will make some sense, um, but to get the full story, If you haven't already, I'd go back to episode 26 and listen to that first. So other than that, here we go. We're going to continue our conversation about SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. So back to our show. We've already kind of talked about the cold thing. Uh, You know, what can you do if you are a super cold person? You know, like I said, I've been getting really intentional about bundling up this year and Roberta Mm -hmm. too. Um, Mm -hmm. but what other kinds of things could you do? I got a heated blanket this year because yeah, I hate getting into my bed when it's freezing. So I don't have it on all the time if it's warm in the house or whatever. And I'm feeling warm before bed. I don't need it. But if, if we get home and from a cabin weekend and it's really cold in the house, I will, and we have a Tempur-Pedic bed. So if it's not warm, it's like rock solid when you sit on it yeah so I will um, turn that on and it's amazing and also like in the morning when I wake up too if you are somebody who you're like I cannot get out of bed because I know it's freezing yeah turn your heated blanket on Mm -hmm. and maybe even take it out or get two and put one in your bed and one in like the the chair area that you're going to be sitting in Mm-hmm. I've done that quite a bit this year as well and just turn it on out there. It's so it's, it's the best thing ever. It was the best investment this year aside from a heated vest, but <laughs> yeah, well, and now there's these heated throw blankets. So they're smaller and that's yeah. nice. So that's something I have. Um, they're definitely more simple, but they still, you know, they still do what they're supposed to do. So I can easily, it's small enough that I can move it around and have mm-hmm. it in bed. Like if I need to, or most of the time it's sitting out, um, like you said, actually out at my chair, um, or even what I had to do this week is I was so cold when I was teaching and tutoring and I ended up, which makes me think like a heated vest might be a good idea, but I ended up turning it on and like wrapping it around my, my upper body because it was my arms that were so cold. 
Mm-hmm. Well, um, and then he did jackets too. So you can I? get, yeah, but you know, I'm, they're pretty expensive, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and part of, and like, it's just my arms that are cold. So when I was younger, I used to have, they were in fashion then. Mm-hmm. I used to have those fingerless gloves that would go mm. way up the arm oh, yeah. um, and wear those in the winter. But if like, if money is an issue, you could even do just go get those like hot hands or those hot feet. You know, we, we use them a lot during deer hunting. Those even help. And honestly, I might just go get for the rest of the season. Anyways, I might just go get some hot feet because those stick to the inside of your boots. So I might just go get those because my feet are freezing all day long. Drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what, what other, I, I hear people all the time in the winter. They're like, Oh, I just couldn't, I could not get myself into my workout clothes this morning because it was so freezing. Um, well, do you have a little fireplace in the area that you kind of get ready in? Could that be a thing? Uh, I know sometimes I start a fire. We have a fireplace. It is amazing it is a real fireplace we love it it does make a little bit of a mess everyone always is like oh gosh don't you hate the mess and I'm like no because I would rather have a little bit of a wood mess in my house and have my fireplace going than not have it at all because it heats up our entire house it is it is good it's great I love it we've we've used it since we moved into this house and also just like the ambiance of it it's so warming and but you know, that's not for everybody. So maybe you could get a little electric heater. You could do that too, electric mm-hmm. heater in your area um, or one of the electric stoves. Yeah, um, or just sleep in your workout clothes. Yes. I mean, I or, do that a lot. <laughs> I have even gone so far this year to just work out in my pajamas. Honestly, yeah. like I, I've done quite a few stories of this on our Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook page and I look crazy. I realize this, but I don't care who cares. You're the only, like, if you are working out in your living room, you are the only one there. And of course this is different if you're going to the gym, uh, and you have, that's, that's a bit more of a struggle for me. I don't know that I would be able to get up and go to the gym in the winter time because I hate being cold. And because working out for me is not super fun. Like the beginning of it is not super fun. So that would be hard for me, but just doing it in my living room, I can just, I've even started working out in my robe. (laughs) Like it just sounds really ridiculous, but who cares? Like when you warm up, then you take off a layer. Yeah. You just take layers off. I've definitely done that too. So, oh, okay. So now one more thing. I have to shower in the morning because I, you know, work out and then I get sweaty. So I've been trying to minimize the amount of times that I wash my hair and I've just been using a lot of dry shampoo. And I Mm -hmm. actually, I'm not a huge fan of spending a lot of money on this kind of stuff. Um, but I've never found a dry shampoo that I like because it makes my hair more greasy usually, but I did this year I bought some stuff from Monet, Monat. I don't know how you say their name, but anyways, it is, I really like their dry shampoo. It works really well. So I've been able to just do the dry shampoo thing and be on my merry little way. So I can go quite a few days without washing my hair, which is actually better for your scalp in the winter time mm-hmm. too, because it doesn't dry it out as much. So right. I would suggest that dry shampoo. I am not a dealer for Monet or whatever. <laughs> I just really like that dry shampoo. Yeah. It helps 
And then also then I don't have to go outside. I've been trying to time it when I do have to wash my hair. I've been trying to time it on the warmer days and not on our negative 20 degree days where my hair is going to freeze when I walk outside. Um, Then the other thing that we don't think about is the foods that we're eating. Are you eating a lot of cold food? Because that will lower your body temperature. So obviously that's really good in the summertime to eat cold food, drink cooler beverages and stuff is fine. I've been drinking room temperature water instead of having cold water like I do in the summer. And my smoothie is in the morning. This is what really gets me freezing the rest of the day. So it sounds ridiculous, but I've been warming my smoothie up and I could make different foods in this, in the winter time, I could do like warm oatmeal and just add my smoothie mix to that. Or mm-hmm. if I wanted to do like pancakes or waffles and add my smoothie mix to that, I could do that. But my smoothie is my thing in the morning. That is my routine. I, all I do is I warm up my water and my almond milk that I put in there. And then I warm up my, I I've still just been buying frozen fruit and then like spinach, I've just been keeping in the fridge instead of in the freezer. So I've been warming my fruit and my almond milk and my water up before I put it into my smoothie. It compromises the taste just a tiny bit, but it's not enough for me to not want to do it. (laughs) And it just, it makes my mornings go so much better because I am warm. Mm -hmm. And so if you've been noticing that, like, oh, I have been eating a lot of cold foods, like cold veggies and that kind of stuff warm your veggies up, uh, start eating more soups and like stews and casseroles and that kind of stuff. And like hot sandwiches instead of cold sandwiches, what kinds Mm -hmm. of things can you make warm that you're eating and drinking instead of this, all this cold stuff that we're used to eating in the summertime. Another thing that I did last winter, I would notice I'd be freezing in the morning. I would literally just take water and warm it up in a mug and drink that in the morning and it would warm me up instantly. So if you've already had like your coffee and you're still cold and you're trying to get more water in, just try to do that. Like just warm up some water or throw a tea Mm -hmm. bag in there or whatever. So another big thing is a lack of of sunshine. Like we talked about in the beginning, I don't think that affects me as much as some other people. Uh, but I have been, I got a light therapy lamp from mm, the counselor at school. She used to use it and she's like, you can just borrow it because she has windows in her office and I'm in a room with no windows all day long. And so I literally go to work in the dark and Sometimes I see the sun a little bit <laughs> lately. Yeah. yeah. Lately. Now that, that we're past our like zero daylight. <laughs> yeah. Our winter, winter solstice. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That's what it's called. Um, yeah. And so now our days are getting a little bit longer. And then when I go home, I, there is some sunshine and I have been wanting to do some cross country skiing when I get home too. Like that's going to help as well. But so she borrowed me that. And so I've been putting that on in the morning when I'm doing my morning routine stuff. I'm listening to my Bible and year podcast. I do my gratitude journal, sometimes my prayer journal. Um, and then I, I start doing some podcasty stuff too. So it's on the whole time that I'm doing that. And, you know, like I said, I don't know that that's what's doing it for me. But I think if I stopped doing it, I would probably notice a difference. Well, and I think that it, I've noticed, and I think, you know, I talked, you and I talked about 
we don't really seem to notice the sad symptoms until January, even though they probably started building up before. We just didn't really become aware of it until January. And so maybe that's the same thing with the opposite. Like you might not notice the positive effects, like, because it's so gradual sometimes. Right. But for me, I do notice, and maybe this is all mindset. Like I'm determined that it's going to help. So it helps, (laughs) (laughs) but I was really struggling with energy. Like even just for, even during those, um, November, December months with getting up at my normal time because it's so dark and would be dark until like 8 Mm a.m. And so I did finally invest because there was a sale, (laughs) but I did finally invest in a sunlight lamp and I put it, I made the decision to put it next to my bed so that as soon as my alarm goes off, I can turn the sunlight lamp on and then it has a timer. So I set it for 30 minutes. I'll do like my, well, it'll help me get out of bed. First of all, it'll help me get out of bed and stay awake instead of just like going to the bathroom and turning my alarm off and crawling right back into bed. So um, I have a space in my, in my room where I can journal right now. That's because my office isn't finished yet, but it works right now to have it next to my bed. It wakes me up and then I have, it's still on while I'm journaling and meditating Um, And it, and I've noticed a difference and I know it's helping because before I had that, if I would somehow still muster up the energy to stay awake and get out of bed, I would end up literally falling asleep, sitting up while I was meditating or falling asleep while I was journaling. And that's a big clue that, and I didn't do that before, you know, in the summer months. So that was a big clue to me, like, Hey, something's not right. Like I need to do something different. Um, And the sunlight lamp has really has really helped. Like this one that I got is called a mood enhancing light. I, <laughs> I do notice the difference. We'll link these in the show notes. So Roberta can put hers down there and then I'll put the website that mine came from sure. in the show notes. So you guys can check them out. There's, and I don't know all the super details about it, but there's like a specific kind of lumen that you should have Um, you should have it like a certain amount away from your face. And maybe that's my problem. Maybe it's not close enough. Um, and then what's the other, maybe a certain amount of time. So you just have to like, Mm -hmm. you'll have to, that that you have to experiment with. Yeah. You have to test it out and figure out what is the best for you because everybody's different, Mm -hmm. but the whole big reason that sunshine is such a big problem for some people in the winter months is because it's like you are hibernating if you're not getting enough in so think of all those animals that go I'm going to compare us to animals for a minute (laughs) but they go and they hibernate like a bear right they go in their cave and they sleep So if you're not getting enough sunshine, right, bears are not getting any kind of sunshine um, because it's cold. They know that it's time to start going away for the winter. They kind of store up their food for energy and fat so to keep them warm. And so that's kind of what our bodies are doing if we're not getting enough sunlight in. So it really screws up our circadian rhythm if we are not getting sunlight. And that will really affect our cravings, our mood, 
So if you are noticing that you are just like super craving carbs, like you're just, oh my gosh, I'm just so hungry all the time. That could be a really good indication that you are not getting enough sunlight in during the day. So the sun lamp can really help with that. Another thing that I've also done is if you get a really sunny day out now, it's usually very deceptive. If it is sunny out, you're like, oh my gosh, it's such a nice day. It's usually not. Right. <laughs> it's usually freezing. And so you don't want to get all bundled up and go outside when it's negative 20 and sunny out. And so what I've done in the past is we have this big window in our living room and I will just sit there under a blanket with the fireplace going and I'll like close my eyes and I'll like make sure that my face is, and sometimes I'll have them open too, so that my, my eyes can like absorb the sunlight, but I'll just like sit there with the warmth on my face and I'll like kind of get into this mindset of I'm sitting on a beach somewhere and yeah warm and it's yes. really nice out <laughs> like even just doing that can help so mm -hmm. if you are somewhere where you can be in front of a window and it's sunny out and you don't want to go outside that could be a good thing for you to do mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous but it does help <laughs> it, yeah so, it doesn't I've definitely done the same thing and I I used to one of the things I used to do before sunlight lamps were a thing well, I mean, they've been a thing for a long time, but they've been improved upon. Anyway, I used to go sun tanning then in the winter months. Yeah. Not, you know, obviously not for the tan, but just yeah, to get that light. And and I would do the same thing. It was, it's like a, a meditation almost, a mm -hmm. visualization. And I would turn on the fan at my feet and just imagine that as the breeze and, yeah, you know, pretend that I was somewhere warm and tropical. I think that is, you know, I don't want to suggest that you go to a tanning bed because they've right. been so, right. they've been so proven to be not like great for you. But I yeah. honestly, if it's the thing that gets your mood up, sister, like just I don't know, once, once in a blue moon, go do it, you know? And if yep. maybe, maybe you even put like a light coating of sunscreen on if all you're wanting is the warmth, because mm -hmm. you don't actually soak up vitamin D from the sun. If you have sunscreen on, did you know that? I just learned that this year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I use a very small amount of sunscreen, right? So it's like uh, SPF 15 instead of yeah. anything so, else. Even in the summertime, if you're trying to like soak up those vitamin D rays, if you've got sunscreen on all the time, then you're not actually soaking it up. Not saying don't wear sunscreen because that's not good, but right. you know, we go outside for the first 15, 20 minutes without it and then put it on so that you can get some vitamin D. But yeah, so, you know, that sunlight can really put you into, if you're not getting enough of it, it can put you into that hibernation mode. So you're like storing fat also. So, you know, if you've noticed like you're gaining a lot of weight, this could also help set reset your body so that it's like, Oh, Hey, it, we are getting sunlight. We're not in hibernation mode. We can let go of some of this weight now. So hmm. if that's something that you've been, no like I said, I'm okay with gaining a little weight in the winter. If I started gaining like massive amounts of weight, I'd, I'd know that there's <laughs> something else going on, but you know, if you, if you've noticed that you're holding on to weight and you can't get rid of it, this could help you. So another big thing is vitamin D 
like we just kind of mentioned with the sunscreen thing. But, you know, if you're not getting your sunlight in, you're not getting vitamin D. If you're, you could be getting it through your nutrients, through your nutrition and what you're eating and, and everything. But most people in the wintertime are not getting enough vitamin D. So really just like supplementing uh, with I th- they recommend, uh, like doctors and nutritionists recommend a minimum of 2000 IU a day. But if you are really, really low in vitamin D, you may need more than that to start out with. So the best thing to do, I would say, is go into your doctor, get some blood drawn, figure out where your level's at, and then have them tell you what to start with. And then um, just like supplement from there. So I started adding about two, I, 2000 a day, uh, three weeks ago or something like that. Um, and it has, I think I, I'm sure that like last year when I noticed that my mood was crazy, I felt like a crazy person. (laughs) I'm sure a big part of it was this vitamin D. I was not getting enough of it. I was talking to my mom the other day and she said her body can't like handle too much of it. And then I started thinking and I was like, I wonder if, cause I don't know what kind of supplement she's taking, but maybe it's the actual brand of supplement. So maybe if you're mm-hmm. feeling like you're, you can't handle more than so much vitamin D, maybe you need to look at getting a different brand. There might be some like added stuff in there that you, your body doesn't need. Like you straight up just need vitamin D. So, and then also if you are feeling like you are not absorbing it very well, uh, I think it's vitamin K you can take along with it that helps your body absorb it better. So that's, you know what? I just two and two together. Maybe that's my mom's problem. Maybe she needs to supplement with K as well. I'm going to talk to her about that. <laughs> and another big thing that vitamin D helps with in the wintertime that a lot of people do not even think about is your immune system. It will completely help boost your immune system in the winter time. I mean, all the time. That's why a big part of the reason why we're not sick and I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to say like, that's the only reason we're not sick a lot in the summertime. Um, but we aren't getting enough vitamin D. So naturally our immune system is lowered in the winter time. And so if you are somebody who has been getting sick a lot, really look into that. It could just be as simple as supplementing with some vitamin D. Maybe like I know since I've started my superfood shake and I've got all of my vitamins in there that I need. And then also I, I eat well throughout the day too, like, uh, fruits and vegetables and healthy carbs and fats and all that stuff. I know that has also played a big part in my immune system as well. Uh, but really this could be a good start for you is adding in that vitamin D. We've mostly talked about adults and I think I was a teenager when I started noticing um, these seasonal affective disorder symptoms in myself. Um, So I think a lot of what we talked about can apply with with teenagers as well, but. Oh, hundred percent. And I think that, you know, when we, as teachers, this is the time of year that is so hard in the classroom And, uh, so like what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to like, kind of switch up. I do, I try and bring in like people to talk about different trades and stuff. So like yesterday I had Sergeant Damon with the national guard come in and talk to them about 
um, joining the National Guard as like an option after high school, but also then like trying to move my field trips and all that to this time of year so that we're getting out of the classroom more and we're doing mm -hmm. different things and we're not just like stuck in the classroom doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, that's one thing that I've done in the classroom for teenager wise. So Roberta is going to kind of talk about uh, younger age kids and how it affects them. Yeah. So I think what, what I've noticed, and again, this is just my own observation over the years as a classroom teacher and as a parent, but I've noticed in a lot of kids, um, we see this manifest in a different way with adults and teenagers. We'll see it with as melancholy, as a lack of energy, um, you know, all of those things that we've, we've been talking about. But what I have noticed to be true in my own experience is young kids have more of the inability to concentrate, the inability to focus. Um, it, that really shines through more in, with kids. What also shows is more energy. They have so much pent up energy from a lack of going outside as often um, that, well, that also affects attention, right? So it's kind of this circular thing, but, and some of this, I've just started to, to put two and two together, but especially with the attention and the focus, like I've really been noticing that with Isabel these past, um, well, this past week, especially, and these past two weeks have been some of the coldest that we've had. And, and we've been outside the least amount these past two weeks compared to winter so far. And her ability to focus has really just been atrocious, but also that physical movement is different especially we think about our kids in elementary school. And um, I had a student comment to me this week. I said, you know, what's going, what's going well for you in school right now? And he thought about it. And um, what he came up with was what's going really well is when we have indoor recess, we've, we get to use the gym or we get to use the wrestling room to go to go in. And basically what he was telling me was, you know, translating that before indoor recess was staying in the classroom, maybe doing some movement activities, but, but a lot of it is, you know, playing games or drawing or something. And what, what he was saying was he still got to get that movement out. So that was going well, like it's still indoor recess, bummer, but they still get to get their energy out. And that was, he noticed even as a young kiddo that that was really important. Um, and I know that's something I fought for as a teacher, as an elementary teacher, when we have indoor recess as, you know, I have kindergartners that we would have go noodles playing or do something that was active in the classroom. But that meant that I didn't get my lunch break mm -hmm. if I was doing that. So I know I really pushed for, well, the people that are doing recess duty, let's have them take the kids to the gym, have them take them to the, you know. Um, so it was really, I think that's a great thing that they're doing that because kids still need to get that movement. Yes, they still need sunlight too. They still need, I think that helps with their focus and attention, but um, they still really need to be so active. And that indoor recess thing, I think is a, is a good thing for teachers and administrators to think about. Also as a parent to think about when your kid is coming home from school, right. ask them, what did you do for recess today? If <laughs> a lot of, um, and know your school district's policy, 
out when I taught on the East Coast, there was a different policy than here in the Midwest. In the Midwest, if it's above zero, you're going outside. Yeah. If it's above zero, you're going outside, you're getting bundled up, but you're going outside for your recess. Mm-hmm. Out on the East Coast, what I found was um, you basically don't go outside. <laughs> if there's, if it's below 30, you don't go outside. Um, and I mean 30 above zero. And um, if there was snow, they didn't go outside because they just don't have the, the gear available yeah. for all students in the same way that we do um, here in the Midwest. So I highly suggest know your school's policy um, for when the kids go outside, but then also know their policy for what they do uh, when, they, when they can't go outside right. and plan your afternoon accordingly because your kids might be coming home with some pent up energy that mm-hmm. that they need to get out and that could end up manifesting in different ways like behaviors or not listening to you or um being really distractible mm-hmm. like okay your job is to clear the table and they're doing a million other things and forget that they're supposed to be clearing the table after supper or whatever the fact may be but, colton, but- are you talking about colton right now <laughs> yeah oh my gosh butterfly it's just everything <laughs> I think, and, and I've noticed this a lot with Izzy and her, and her schoolwork, and we've had to take a lot more movement break and just knowing that that's okay. And, and kind of expecting it. And that helps, I think, as, if, as the adult, we can't, we need to, like, we don't feel like we feel melancholy. So we're fine with like not moving, even though we know we should, but our kids are the opposite. Like they have this pent up energy where they need to move but they're being expected to do things, but they need to move and they don't have the words to tell us that that's what they need. Um, I think and they, another, they don't have necessarily the words to know that's what they need. Right. I think another big thing too is what kinds of activities can you get them in, in the winter time? Uh, yeah. Like, so we have not had them in any after school activities up until about a few weeks ago when we found a wrestling uh, place literally two minutes from our house. And so we got both kids in wrestling and they love it. And it is the best, like (laughs) we get home and they're tired and we eat dinner and they basically take their showers and go to bed. And so on those nights, they've been actually going to bed earlier. So then they've been getting more sleep, which has been helping. Um, I've noticed that Colton hasn't been napping at preschool like he should be. I don't know if that's his choice or if they're trying to move away from naps, but like Colton still needs a nap. So I'm like, okay, you are going to have to start going to bed earlier if you're not going to be napping because Mm -hmm. he is just a monster when he gets home. And like I said before, I know that sounds ridiculous that my almost five-year-old is still needing to take naps, but some kids are they do. They just need more sleep. And both of my kids have been that way their Mm -hmm. whole life. Well, Sadie is obviously out of naps now. She's almost seven, but so, uh, just finding, I think what I'm going to have to do is start putting him to bed early on those other nights and then finding some other activities for him to do. We have an indoor trampoline, one of those like little three, four foot ones, you know, so maybe bringing that out more often and making him like jump around on that or, yeah, I don't know, getting them outside more. 
on those days mm-hmm. that we don't have wrestling because uh that has been amazing <laughs> like I know there's also gymnastics and basketball and hockey and so what kinds of things could your kids get involved with that will help them get that pent-up energy out mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point we installed um monkey bars in our basement <laughs> so that Izzy has some monkey bars to do and we're gonna we're working on getting a rock climbing wall down there and just a little one yeah um and a tumbling mat because she had gymnastics but it's over now for the season um mm-hmm. but being able to still practice that but it it is different than a than a structured 30 45 minute right. class and we have noticed that difference because mm-hmm. it she had that gymnastics up until um right before christmas and then now these past couple weeks here um hasn't had that and and this is when i'm starting to notice the the lack of focus, the lack of concentration and stuff like that. So awesome. Yeah. So, um, I would say, you know, biggest takeaways here for this episode is what's bothering you the most about these winter months, figure it out, uh, experiment with things, give it time. Don't just try it one or two times and be like, Oh, this isn't working. (laughs) You know, like we have to give all this stuff time to set in and work, get our circadian rhythm back to normal, get our vitamin D levels up. So, and then mm-hmm. like the, the cold thing, like uh, attempt, like try different things that will help with your body temperature and all that kind of try different activities outside, even if it's just a five minute walk or just like going outside for five minutes in the quiet and doing some like reflecting or breathing or meditating or whatever, even if it's just that, you know, try different things that you've never tried before or that you have tried before. Cause like I said, I did this stuff in high school with our outdoor adventures class and some of it I really hated, but it's because I was young and stupid and (laughs) didn't have the wherewithal to know, Hey, I should have better clothes on, you know? So even if you have tried stuff in the past, give it another try because you never know what your adult self might really enjoy doing. Um, you know, we are so, so thankful for all of you for tuning in. I really, really hope I'm like become so passionate about this topic over the last couple of years that I've been paying more attention to my body. So I really hope that you guys got some good tangible tips out of it. If you did, and you would like to hear more on this topic, uh, let us know, uh, if you have anything else you would like us to talk about teacher wise, mom wise, kid wise, uh, please message us on Instagram or on Facebook at the teacher mama's podcast on Instagram. Uh, and then it's just, you know, our page on Facebook is the teacher mama's podcast. So we want to hear from you. We would love it. If you would share this, like a 15 second screenshot on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories, just to get the word out there to other people. And we would really, really love it if you would leave a review or rating because that also really helps get our episodes seen to other people who may need to hear this stuff as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. And we will talk to you again next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mama's podcast at gmail.com. 
or the Teacher Mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.